0: I, uh, I, I rejoined the modern age today <laughs> after. <laughs> How was living the life of Kingdom Come Deliverance? D- d- I kept thinking that's what I was doing. I kept thinking, like, man, I'm really roughing it right now. Re- really roughing it equals a half a day without electricity. That's a long fucking time. What, what, is, what is the longest? And, and it's not a half a day, let's be clear. What's the longest you've gone without having electricity? I don't know. I can't. I mean, does does the whole being in basic training thing count? No, that does not count. Okay. No. I don't. I don't know. I can't. Nothing I can think of as of recent. So, I lost power this weekend, listeners. For mm, let's say almost twenty hours. It wasn't a full day, but because it's because of that nor'easter thing. Yeah. So. Out of nowhere the northeast United States was blasted with some snow and heavy as hell winds. It was out of nowhere, wasn't it? It was seriously I, I only out heard of nowhere. About it. I feel like I heard about it either the morning of or the day before. It was raining. It had been rainy and, and I, I knew it was supposed to get a little bit cold and I thought we were gonna get like flurries or whatever. Turns into a foot of snow and super high winds for for this area. And apparently it just absolutely devastated the Philly area, some parts of New Jersey, maybe some parts of New York. But, like, seriously looking at the power outage map, it was, like, all of Philadelphia and the surrounding, like, 50 to 100 mile radius. Like, it was crazy. So is there just a map they keep updating online? Yeah. Yeah. I I was really surprised by that. Yeah huh yeah but wonder if there's like someone behind a desk somewhere getting phone calls from every direction like probably hey this area's back yep probably and then they they push a button you could you could report the outage in the app which i did multiple times (laughs) because i was like hey fucking fix this but yeah it was what are the odds what are the odds you reporting it actually did Anything, nothing, they did nothing because w- when I would go to the map and look at where I lived, the pinpoint of my spot on the map did not say outage reported here, etc. etc., it like generalized the areas. So, yeah, how far up and down the road was it out? Oh my god, like uh, what a not even a quarter of a mile that that's my that's so frustrating isn't that frustrating like my my spot whatever part of the grid i'm on is so small that this happened before it happened probably for like 6 hours last over the summer and and i could see both directions up and down the road they have power but we don't <laughs> it sucks there's they just fuck with you they know they do they are they are fully aware yeah it, it was scoundrels. it was terrible, and it's also like it was just cold enough to where my heat wasn't on, so I was just freezing to death in my house for a night and part of today, and that was that was awful. So it makes you want to get a generator. I was thinking that. I was like, "What does a generator cost?" Like, I I think a pretty penny. Quite quite a bit of money, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not something you just decide you want to go buy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, it would be nice though. It's like I got flickers here where I am, so no like continuous outage, but that flickering made me go to Best Buy's website and see how much UPSs are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like you can buy small ones which will keep your things running for a couple minutes. Uh-oh. So that's pointless. I wanted that one is... to like keep things running for like my TV area to keep it running for a while. Yeah. It's like a couple hundred bucks. Not worth yeah, it. Yeah, that's not worth it. No. I was prepared and had things charged that I was able to survive, you know, because God forbid I don't have electronics, and uh, I think we can get into that, because this is the 2v1 podcast, and I'm Nick. This week, it's just Josh and I, again, as usual I, going forward. What? I, I, that I just don't... That little transition you think you did in the intro. Oh, you don't did, you don't like that? That wasn't good? It just didn't make any sense. Um the th- the point is is you're supposed to roll with it and not and not stop me. <laughs> well, it, oh, I can continue that. I apologize. <laughs> it doesn't as matter. L- as long as you're aware of your mistakes. It's it's not good, but yeah. You know what you're listening to. So where to, were listening? you going with that? Um well, I was going with having my shit charged and being able to play a new game on my surface which is into the breach. And into the breach is a uh new strategy game from the creators of f t l faster than light, which I talked about who knows how long ago at this point i think I think that game came out like three years ago. were we doing this at the time um no, we weren't Okay, so it was, it was prior to but that. I, but i but I played that game after like significantly after it came out so it's subset games as the developer. FTL was a... Who are they a subset of? Themselves? Video games? Can you be a subset? I think I think an indie developer is a subset of game developers. Do you agree with that? No. No? <laughs> I, I had to think about it. I'm still thinking about it. Okay, it doesn't matter. Anyway, that's no. the developer of, of FTL and Into the Breach. FTL is fantastic. Uh... Look into that if you have any interest, because it is a Star Trek simulator, basically. You pilot a ship in real time, and you have to... It's like a roguelike, too. You have to travel through a little galaxy making split-second decisions in in space battles, and you have to move your crew throughout the ship and man stations and stuff. It's awesome. I think we need to change the naming convention again. To what? Well, I don't like the roguelike and roguelite. I don't know what. Did, did you I don't hear my, what, Did you hear the difference? Yeah, light, L I T E, light and like. Yeah. I don't know what any similar. of it means anyway. Okay, that's a good. That's that's a valid nobody, argument. Nobody knows what any of it means. It's it's sort of a running joke in video games now is that roguelike is not even accurate ever at all to anything. It's like calling something bloodborne like or not bloodborne. Sorry, dark dark souls like. No. Like what? No. Yes. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means. We're not getting into that, but you're wrong, and we're going to move on from it. Okay. There are only so many games similar to Souls we've talked about to death, and we're yes, not getting into Yes, but there have it. been also numerous games that have been called Souls-like Because that you agree with. Because it's attention-grabbing, and that's it. That's the only reason people do so that. So maybe that's the point of roguelike and ro- roguelite. Uh, a general rule of thumb explaining the game, sure, but the Souls thing is never accurate. That's the difference. The thing it's that some it's sometimes accurate. No, never it isn't. is too definitive. Yes it is. No it isn't. Give me a good example of something that is explained like a Souls-like other than Neo, Lords of the Fallen, and the and the Surge. Give me any other example. Those were the 3 I was going to okay, use. Okay, but that doesn't th- okay, so that doesn't count. Of course it is cuz you said never and those ones <sighs> count. Never. Bloodborne. Bloodborne is a Souls game. N- that's not my point. You can say rogue-like with like an insane number of games that don't necessarily like they fall into that thing. We're we're getting this is stupid. So I hate this. Into the so breach. is into the breach. Into the Roguelike breach. Like or rogue light. I don't know. What's the difference? What's a like and light? <laughs> That's the point. Either way, like b- It's run based. If it's rogue light, that means light from Death Note was involved in making it. No. What? Yeah. No. What? what? what what are you talking about into the breach is the follow-up to ftl and it is a run-based game where you lose progress yeah so it's a roguelike (laughs) yeah so it's it's awesome it is uh it's a little strategy it's more strategy it's turn-based it's not it's not real time like ftl is you get you get a chance to view the field of battle make decisions and then click end your turn and then the enemy will take their you'll take your turn and the enemy will take their turn and it's real cool it's it's based on giant insects like fucking massive insects invading the earth called the Vec, that suddenly burrow out of the ground and just want to kill humanity they are the size of skyscrapers and you as the player pilot a bunch of different mechs that are also the size of skyscrapers and basically picture any Godzilla movie or Pacific Rim or I was about whatever. to say it's, it's Pacific Rim Gundam meets Starship Troopers Yeah, Starship Troopers like all of that even but but these bugs are significantly bigger than anything in Starship Troopers Okay. So so yeah, that is that is the main the, the main premise is that the world is being overrun by these VEC and you, I keep hearing VEX. I know, it's it's very close. But you as the player, you pick people that can travel between time periods. So it it justifies itself as a video game, which I love. When you lose which you will inevitably lose because this game is very hard when you lose it's like oh this timeline was a failure we have to go back in time (laughs) so so you have a team of three and the pilots can be they can be no name just general people that as you level them up they build just randomized skills or they can be named characters that have special skills that as you play the game you unlock them and have them forever so when you fail a game, you you get to pick one of these pilots to go back in time, and then you start playing the game again, and you start a new run. And Does that pilot remember the old run? Yeah. Yes. It it keeps it keeps track of it like it it'll list at the bottom of the pilot stats like how many times they went back in time. So it's so it's like that Tom Cruise movie. It's Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. That's yeah. could not think of the name. Yeah. Okay. it's it's awesome, so this this game is awesome. It's a little eight by eight grid strategy based game. You are making decisions based on you know it's kind of like Xcom think like there's different classes and depending on what class you're using, they can move so many spaces and they can do certain types of moves that you know are specific to their class and a whole lot of this game is based on positioning, so the little eight by eight grid is randomized, and it'll have buildings on it of, you know, civilians. They're populated with humans, and the VEC want to murder all of those humans and destroy everything. So your goal is to survive a certain number of turns and make sure they don't destroy too many buildings. Otherwise, you lose and then have to go back in time. So, so you have to go back in time because... You're resetting. A couple buildings... People died. There's actually a good reason to this. That, so, that is more implied versus actually explained. And whenever you lose a building, you have this, you have this meter called your grid power that is essentially your life bar for, the game, for your run. And whenever a building or a special building gets destroyed, like a, a coal plant or power plant or, like, solar panels or something whatever so they have all sources of energy yeah exactly so whenever whenever any of those get destroyed you lose a little bit of this bar your grid power and once that grid power reaches 0 you have to go back in time and start over and the ra- the the rationalization i have here is that the vec always spawn of from the ground they always dig from the ground and and in some in many instances in a in a battle it'll give you a indication of a vec is going to spawn on this tile right here next turn so and you can block them you can like stand on it and block them from burrowing out of the ground it's it's like another level of strategy to it that's amazing but because they're burrowing out of the ground I think of that in my head as as long as I have a grid a power grid that is functioning it's limiting their access through the ground like they're not gonna they're not gonna burrow through live wires to get to the surface you know so Whenever that whenever that grid power is completely depleted to zero, everything is open. They have no they have no barriers to them surfacing. And and the game reinforces that when you lose, the entire board just fills with Vec. Like they all of a sudden just burrow out of the ground everywhere and you're overrun and it says humanity is lost. We must but go this back is, in time. This is only sixty-four square miles yeah, I know, of, the right? entire, of the entire earth. So are you ready for this? So Is this explained? I'm, again, rationalizing it myself. So this game takes place obviously super far into the future because there's these 10-story mechs that people are piloting and they can travel back in time and whatever. So the Earth apparently has, you know, fallen prey to civilization, which we're inevit- inevitably spiraling downwards towards, like just utter collapse right now. As we live and in this in into Way to the, be the optimist, well, dystopian fiction exists for a reason into the breach takes place in a very small portion of the earth, where everything is separated into islands, and each island is run by a mega corporation, which is a classic which is a classic science fiction trope. But it's really funny, like that's what your run is based on. You're working your way through these four islands, and assuming you make it all the way through four islands and save them, that's the end of the game. You beat the game. You, could beat-, you beat FTL Yeah, you could. It, it was the okay. same. It was the same thing. You worked your way through the galaxy up to a final battle, and then if you would beat the final battle, you technically won the game in quotes. Are you trying to get to the center of the galaxy in FTL? Yeah, no just flying anywhere yeah yeah i don't really remember exactly how they how they determine that but that doesn't matter um into the breach you do these four islands and once you complete the four islands humanity is technically saved so your comment about oh i only lost this 64 square mile grid or whatever that is a big portion of these islands so whenever you're working through an island there's segments of the island that you do that are the battle scenarios. And you pick which one you want to do. It'll have certain quests within, the, within that portion of the island that you can do within the battle. Ultimately, though, you just want to make sure your power grid doesn't hit zero. So as long as you do that, you technically complete that island or that portion of the island. So if you lost an entire portion to the VEC, they could easily just overrun the rest of the island. That's how I view that in my head, and it makes sense. <laughs> so there are four islands on the entire world. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. That's all that's left of humanity. Things seem pretty grim, right? And and also, those islands are all run by essentially a king, which is a CEO of a corporation. <laughs> a shared CEO or individual An CEO? An individual CEO. So there's no one overall ruler? Of Of Earth? No, there is not. As far hmm. as I know. I mean... I mentioned that this game is fucking hard as hell, and it is. I have not even completed two in a single run. I've got very close. So I haven't, so even, I haven't even seen... You have to restart from the first island, right? So, it's cool how it does it. This is a little different than FTL. In Into the Breach, whenever you complete an island... The first one, obviously, you have to complete. There's all, you always start on the same one once, you, once the first time you launch the game. And once you complete that, you move to this, like, desert-type one where they're terraforming backwards. They Instead of, instead of producing greenery, they are removing greenery from this island. It's very weird. But, what sense do they try to make of that? I don't really know, but that's what they're doing. And that's the whole point of this island, is it's more like a desert, and it's it's strange. But once you get to that one and you unlock it, if you start a new game, you can start from that second island. And I haven't unlocked the third or fourth, so I can't even play them yet. I haven't even seen them. So in FTL, you always start, here's the starting point, work your way all the way to this end boss. So... It's it's nice that you get this like kind of different choice because the maps have different enemies and like different side quests and different conditions and whatever. There's a whole lot to talk about with this game that I just can't I can't cover everything right now I feel like. But I am fucking loving it. It is awesome and it was awesome to play while my power was out. <laughs> yeah. So this it is it is out right now. It is out. It is out right now. It's only on PC. It is not on anything else or planned no. for anything else right now. FTL also was a PC-only game, but it eventually came to like iPads and stuff. So I expect Into the Breach to do the same thing. And now that the Switch exists, I wouldn't be surprised if the Switch gets this game. It would be great for the Switch. Uh, But yeah. I don't know right now. It is just PC Mac Mac versions are on the way too. that's known, but should we, should we just start making the assumption that everything is good on the switch so we don't have to be saying it probably, probably. All right. I'm glad we came to that conclusion. Yeah. Okay, good. It's such a low impact thing. Like I, I sent, I messaged you the other night that it, it's install size is only 140 megabytes or that doesn't make sense. It's so nothing. It's so nothing. And it's hilarious cuz with it's just so small. It is. It's crazy and with and with all the things that are happening, all the systems that are happening within it. I mean, it's it's a stripped down like 2D look, like it's it's pixelated, very n- not a whole lot of detail on screen at one time, but yeah, it's it's crazy how how little it is, how not intensive it is. <laughs> but I love Into the Breach. It's awesome. I love FTL and uh Subset Games has hit 2 out of 2 like, bet they're batting 100 percent, or what's the thing? 500? What's the batting? What's baseball? I don't know. <laughs> what What are you doing right now? What's a good batting average in baseball? It, it doesn't that's matter the, because the, that's a that's percentage is a percent. Okay. But <laughs> F- because fi- when you hear 500, that's 0.5 is what that's, they mean. I know, but that's really good, isn't it? Yeah, it means you hit the ball one out of two times. No? Half. Did I lose you? You froze. Yes. Okay, you froze too. Okay, that's fine. What I was trying to tell you how percentages work. I know how percentages work. Just forget it. Uh, subset is killing it. Subset games is killing it. That we'll leave it there. Good. And I will. I wonder, p- I wonder how small the. T- I'm sure they're small, but they're probably small. I don't small. know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. We'll pay attention when the credits roll. Once you once you get through those four, you know, four islands, c- because I will do that. That will happen. Yeah, like of course, like in FTL, which I played a significant amount of and never beat. <laughs> yeah. So, you can see some videos of me playing that on my YouTube <laughs> channel by the way. I did I did stream that game for a little bit like years ago. And I, I ended up on your YouTube channel the other day for some reason. Really? Yeah, cuz you're in my sidebar for subscri- subscriptions. Subscribes, yeah. And there was a one next to it, so I didn't know what you uploaded. Nothing. I haven't and, uploaded. Yeah, that's why I was confused. Yeah, but- it's been a while. Yeah. I didn't realize how many videos you have on there. I have a lot. There's a lot on there. Yeah. yeah. Well, well done. Thanks. Well done, Mister YouTube. All of the, all of that's paid off. I have like a ton of sub- subscribes and a ton yeah. of views and all that. It's been really good. Yeah, good. How's your community engagement? Really excellent. Like I hear from good. people once a year. <laughs> 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 that's not that's not bad. <laughs> that's... I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. I would like to play Into the Breach, surprisingly, from what I've seen and heard it It's awesome. It's and awesome. It, it is, it Actually, is not very that. good. Actually, don't Mac would run it. Oh, it's not Mac yet. It's not Mac but, yet. but it will be. That That's yeah. planned for sure. So, yes. It's only $15, too. It's like another... It's a cheap little indie game. So, yeah. Cheap little indie. Yeah. Is that all you've been doing all week? I have barely got to play anything this week. Why? I, I don't know. I just I just haven't had time and we 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 could talk about metal gear some more which is I, some- we'll keep it I think we should keep metal gear quick okay that's kind you of play- all I have to talk about this week so what has your opinion changed at all on metal gear survive i think no it has not i like the game we are very much in the minority here after after some time has passed since it's come out I don't know. I can't really explain why it's fun and I don't really have any problems with everything that everybody complains about. Like it's fine. Like it the story's not good. I think I said that last week. I don't I don't think it's anything, but it's also a hilarious attempt at a metal gear game i it kept me entertained. We'll say that it's it's not good, you have to agree that it's not good well it's it's not it's not great, no yeah, I wouldn't call it necessarily like atrocious in any sense. I would maybe call it atrocious no it's there are some there's some fun things that you're not at the end yet, so. no you're right I'm not and it's I don't think it's gonna change your mind necessarily, but they they try. We could, They try. Yeah, they definitely try. They try with a very limited pool of things. Because it's so obvious this game is just, hey, we have all this stuff created, let's make a game out of it. Yeah. 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 So I, quote-unquote, beat it. Yes. The other night. Yeah. This, if, if Metal Gear Survive does one thing right, it really dangles a hook in front of you the entire game. Yeah. Because I beat I beat it. I'm like, I did the last mission, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, I'm done. I don't need to do anything else. I'll play multiplayer with you. Yeah. But then, you know, and I don't think it's a spoiler, you return back to base once you're done with the main story, and you can keep exploring. Yeah. And I go back, and a little mission thing pops up from Virgil. I'm like, oh, why are they giving me a new mission like what is what is this? So I do the mission, and that's when subclass is unlocked, okay, so okay, so I'm like, all right i'll I'll check it out for a bit with the subclass. I play for a little bit, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, a new crazy boss enemy showed up on the map. Did you do one? Yes, well, no, but yes, okay. So, I, I knew there were, like, weird sub-mini-bosses, just from what I've heard. Yeah. But I always was under the assumption that, that you would just find them on the map. And that wasn't the... Like, you would they just come across p- they them. They point you to them. It's like all the other side missions. It, it shows, like, a red circle, and they're like, hey, something crazy showed up here. So, yeah. of course, I want to go see what that is. It's right after I beat the game. Why not? Yeah. It looks like, like, and I, I get there, and they do a little introduction thing, and they show it, like, warp in, and they're like, oh, this crazy monster, but it gives you really cool gear if you beat it, and it looked like, it's not like a boss or anything you see in the normal game, it's its own thing. Like, really? it's a named creature, it's like, it looked like, honestly, something that would be in Monster Hunter, this big fucking, like... It's a unique you, enemy? Yes, yes, and there are numerous on the map, I hear. Really? So, yeah, yeah, and yes, and that's what was so pr- surprising, and I didn't beat him. He was hard as hell. He took, like, I just must not have had anything to beat him. Yeah. So now, I want to keep playing until I can't oh, can no. beat him. I, uh it's that's really interesting though. <laughs> I, yes, I know. I know. And then they, and they gave me my first purple weapon at like a time where I was about to quit the drip, like, the drip feed of, of gear. It totally, is. Yeah. it totally is. And that's what this game is. And I don't, I like, I, even though I really enjoy it, I want to stop playing the single player stuff. Cause I want to play other things. Yeah. But I also want to keep playing the single player stuff to see what, yeah. to see the things I get. It's, it's gonna be an endless loop. I have, I honestly have no idea what I'm going to stop. Yeah, and, and not, I don't know. It's just, what do you, what do you think so far with that whole thing, like wanting to quit, I but not being able to? I quit. haven't really wanted to quit.
1: Like, well, I,
0: I'm sorry, you're still in the story. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm still like, in the do story. You, do but... you think you'll play more once you get through? I don't know, because I was pretty certain I wasn't. Until all of this happened, and also the whole thing with multiplayer, how you have to have your blueprints unlocked to build things in multiplayer. So my biggest issue for sure with Metal Gear Survive is the focus on you playing single player in order to do things in multiplayer. It's really lame, and I get that you know there's all these microtransactions around it and that's probably what's driving all of these decisions but you really have to grind in the single player to get to what we thought was fun in the horde mode wave-based multiplayer and i can't i can't say that i like that it's it's bad that that's bad and it's not good it pisses me off in a lot of ways because we were just playing before we recorded and it's it's like oh i don't have any of this yet and you're like oh yeah you got to play more of the single player and it's like i'm at level 32 or something i've played a good bit like i've i've done a lot of that game i've put my time into that game and you shouldn't have to do that to play the multiplayer <laughs> well and and i guess technically you don't have to you don't have to but you aren't you aren't getting anything like worthwhile from multiplayer other than maybe you get, increasing you can get your those... level well you also get the broken stuff which you can which you have to make progress in the single player before you can craft that stuff and I, i'm a, I'm making the assumption but it, it it sounds sound enough to be true that once you beat the single player like actual story you can probably craft the majority of the things you're getting from multiplayer. probably yeah and and I really wish I could find a timer somewhere of what I played because I would like to know what the single player mostly takes. I I think it's in the settings in the game. It is? Because there's a stats menu and I think it's in there. Okay. I'll check. I'll check at some point. I yeah. should have looked. Because I don't know that it's going to matter. I don't think I'd be surprised if I've hit 20 hours in the single player. Do you have yeah, any, I don't I don't know. I do you, don't, I do you have any it. feel? Yeah. Like I, I don't think I've really spent that much time when all is said and done in the single. But on player. the other hand on the other hand, I also feel like I have spent a lot of time. Yeah, if it, it feels like it, but I'd be surprised if it was a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a I'm still It's a conundrum. I'm on I'm on the metal fence that you build a million times and poke zombies through. In Metal Gear Survive because I like the game I am not afraid to say I have a lot of fun and I'm never really irritated even when I die or if I have to eat something or if I have to replenish my oxygen I just I don't I don't care it doesn't it's a survival game like I didn't come in not expecting to do that (laughs) like I know that's what it was so yeah and in, in the beginning I, and I've heard people say that you don't, you don't really have a lot of stuff, like you, like being able. to It eat, wasn't to a problem. Stuff. It wasn't a problem, and se- it's even less of a problem now. Yeah, like, I I always have things. I'm never finding myself to the point where I have to find specific items to craft stuff. It wasn't a problem at all. The be- the beginning of the game felt brutal, and it felt like you were struggling, and it's supposed to. And I still feel like I'm struggling, but you have shit. You just need to remember to use it. Which, that's what survival games are. So, yeah. it's it's that all of the complaints leveraged against this game are because everybody wanted it to be a Metal Gear game. It's not really. And people are getting hung up on the name. Yeah. I can sort of understand that, but also fucking get over it. Like, it is what it is. And what it is, is fun. Like, it, I'm I, having fun. And now there's also this this whole other thread hanging like a mile down the road for me that I can see and I can gradually get to. But I want to say there's going to be another ending after a certain amount of time. Oh yeah. It, they, they really make it seem like there is something else to be found after finishing the story. Yeah. So that now now there's something else. Hangling, hanging, 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 dangling, haggling. Yeah. I I think I was gonna say dangling. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much longer I'm gonna be playing it. Probably a ton. I like we we just did a we did a normal uh, difficulty multiplayer thing before this, and that goes back to my hangups with the single player in that you have to get to level twenty five before you can even do a normal type difficulty for multiplayer. That's you know that's intense. I don't hate that. why? because i i can I can see it now if that wasn't the case, me getting into you know going to quick match, normal, whatever, and seeing a bunch of level five, six, sevens in there. And being pissed off, just knowing mm. ahead of time, like, these people, I'm not going to be able to win this with these people. Mm. So I understand that level cap of difficulties because of the, such the focus well, on the co-op aspect. Well, I, I guess think of it this way. Not necessarily, I, I get the level requirement. Yeah, for sure. What I couldn't do is grind the easy level in multiplayer only to get to level 25 to play normal. I have to play single player to unlock the ability to play normal mode do you know do you see the difference oh yeah 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 okay. yeah that's yeah, that's the problem, so that sucks, and we we can't play hard. we don't have that many maps to choose from if I have a few you have three, a handful. yeah you have three right that's just normal I think there are others on the different difficulties there probably are there there's a difficulty the same difficulty for every level like you can do easy normal and hard I'm assuming on all the levels that are available yeah but I guess the one thing I want to talk about that has come up a lot is that whole, I mean, to get into the microtransaction stuff, the whole character, additional character, that you can pay for. It is such a non-thing. It's a non-thing. Like, especially at the point, because what bugs me the most about it is... It's everyone seeing it without under fully understanding. Yes. it. Yes, yes, definitely. And like people getting mad with, in like people get mad about uh, uh, anything on the internet without reading into things and or things. or understanding what it is yeah. because and you haven't played it. And this is just another case of that. Yeah, in in this game, you technically only have one character when you buy the game for forty dollars. You technically only have one character, so. In Destiny, you can make multiple save slots for a different character. Like, you could build a hunter up, and then you could go start a new game and build up a Titan. And then you could do another one for a warlock. Right? Warlock? That's it? Yes. Okay, I couldn't remember. You've you've played enough Destiny. It's It's been a long time I couldn't remember the classes. So you can do all of that for free because obviously you should be able to do that. They all have major differences between those subclasses. Metal Gear Survive wants you to pay $10 to open up another slot so you can start another character. Now, that is shitty. On its face, that is fucking garbage. It's not just shitty, that's, that's abhorrent and should never be in a video game. That's something you should never have to pay for. The difference is, in Metal Gear having another character is a complete waste of your time. And you should never do that because yeah. At what point you can unlock a subclass, Josh, like 30, some, whatever point in the single player, you're yeah. probably around level 35 or so is the guess. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. And, fine. and you have to complete the single player or is it like it, it's, it's the first mission you get after finishing the single player. Okay. So, it is deep into the game before you can do a single, like, a subclass, right? Yes. Okay. So, you choose to do a subclass, you can still change at any time, correct? Yes. Thus, why the fuck would you ever want to start another character? Why in the world would you ever want to do that? Like, no matter how much fun you're having going all the way through all of this bullshit with another character from level one just to get to that point where you can have a specialized character for this one subclass. No way. Just no way. Do you agree? Yes, there's nothing else to say about it. like. Why would you do that? Th- there doesn't even need to be other whatever you want to call them save S- save slots in quotes that's slots. that's the term that keeps getting okay. thrown around that is not true it's not a save slot no and the, i mean the, the game doesn't need any of those extra ones regardless right if they if they didn't have those extra slave slots in there wouldn't even thought it wouldn't matter it. it would never i'd never think about doing it i'd never think i'd want to do it and the only the only defense of that that i had was i thought once you picked a subclass you had to commit to it but you don't you can change nope. Yep. So so the fact that they're offering that for people to pay for on its is it's shitty. It's shitty because it's misleading. It's also preying upon people that you know, oh, I made a mistake. I don't want to level up this way. I'm going to pay for another character. 100% a bad thing for games. It is not good. It also doesn't matter if you're not an idiot. Just don't be an idiot. And then it doesn't even exist. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, it's it's annoying that that keeps getting leveraged against the game because it's just one other thing to add up on the on the tally of fuck this game, fuck Metal Gear Survive, it shouldn't exist, Kojima, fuck Konami, like whatever. You know, it's just it's just another thing to hold against it when it ultimately doesn't even mean anything. And it just made that stuff makes me mad like you cannot like the game that's absolutely okay but have a good reason for not liking it i don't like survival games great Then that's don't a, play metal then gear don't, survive they don't play metal gear survive yeah like uh, i it, don't like the i don't like the grind of getting up to a higher level Don't don't do it. Fucking play it. (laughs) Then don't do it. It's not the only game in the world that requires grinding to get to certain points in the game. Let me tell you about a video game series called Destiny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's just annoying that no one stops and like puts it all into perspective like that. It's just this thing is is titled Metal Gear. It's not. A Metal Gear game in quotes, thus, it is the worst thing to ever happen to video games. Like, I can't believe I'm the person to be defending this game, but it's, no one, no one has made a great argument against it, other than, these things bother me, which other games do anyway. Like... That's... I mean, plenty of games bother me, and I, you know what I do? I don't play them. And you know what else I do? I don't talk about them. And I don't shit on them. That's it. I don't want to play Monster Hunter. Am I out there saying Monster Hunter is the worst game ever made, or shouldn't exist, or is a crime against video games? No, I'm not. I just don't want to play it. That's the end of it. That's it. So... I don't know. You're getting it, pretty heated. It frust it frustrates me. It it is frustrating. It's though. it's fr- it's frustrating because nobody like it's we are so outside of the the media like video game jur- like not journalists but like we aren't a thing. We aren't a big thing. Nobody looks to us for headlines. And the ones that can have that power all just dog on this because Metal Gear Survive is bullshit guess who didn't see that coming kojima wasn't involved big surprise let's just write up a whole bunch of words saying it's a piece of shit when we can't just look at what it is for what it is like it's annoying but it's fun i think it's fun to play i had fun in our multiplayer match it's kind of all that that's really all that matters I will continue to have fun I roaming around I will continue to D-tay. play that game. Yeah, like yeah. that and if nobody wants to give it a chance, great. And well like the other the other big argument that I've been hearing is the world isn't fascinating, like detail itself. It's not. It's and not. And I agree. It's not. I agree. But neither was Phantom Pain. No, it was It was just a fucking desert with the same buildings everywhere. You were the one to say that all the time, too. Yeah, and I yeah, I said that back when I was playing it. It's not it's nothing special i, I don't think know. We, i'm not saying metal gear is a bad game Fan, i fucking love five Phantom, phantom pain, Pain's, yeah incredible but but it, the same argument could be had for that yes yes yep we, we 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 touched on that plenty of times last week and yeah it's it's like everyone I'm, forgets what phantom pain was like I'm gonna forever be an apologist for Survive. Definitely, I, I am too. And and it, it could it could do something to make me never play it again. I could I could suddenly just never play that game again, and I would still be like, well, I liked what I played. the The little bit of time that I had with that game was totally fine and worth forty dollars. Like, I don't regret it. It yeah. So I don't yeah. I think I think this there will be more to be said about metal gear i'm sure in the future yeah between we, us we we don't need to we spent a whole lot of time on it again when we said we yeah. weren't going to but yeah i think it's exciting finding things and just building your character up and seeing what it throws at you it gets even harder that second map you get to in the single player oh, it's very tough when you first. all of it. a sudden throws a lot of shit at you like and, new, and they new tell you. they're like and stuff. the game's like hey this area is really hard. Yeah. Be prepared. I appreciate the challenge of that game. You might... Like, I'm I'm really... I'm really wondering how you're going to feel about the last mission. I can't wait. Or I can't wait to hate it. A couple... Of, there's like two more missions I can think of off the top of my head that I'm really wondering how you're going to feel about them. Yeah. I might hate it. I might, might. be on... I, next week, I might be on raging about the game and saying I'm never playing it again very possible. Is is that a reason to hate the game? No. I I will say at no point did I ever feel like anything was unfair. Um no, I haven't really either yet. I I've definitely lost progress and got like a little frustrated, but I mean, it's that classic saying of it was my fault, really. Like yeah, not being prepared. Yeah, like the 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 melee and stuff feels a little clunky, but You should know what situation you're in and adapt to it. I have a question. Huh? Is is Metal Gear Survive a Souls like? Metal Gear Survive is the Dark Souls of survival games. I'm even thinking of like gameplay wise, like stamina management. uh, It doesn't feel being interrupted, being interrupted during attacks. It doesn't feel near as good, and also you don't do corpse runs and etc. etc. No, it is not a Dark Souls game. Your your corpse run could just be you going to gather materials. No, because it's not on your body. You have to go back to the place that you already were at and, and re-pick up everything. Your mother base is a bonfire. No, we're not. No. no. Okay. It's not. <laughs> it's I, I, Mother it, base, it, it could... your base is Firelink Shrine. The, yeah, see? Yeah, uh, there it is. We figured it out. Metal Gear Survive is another Souls-like. It's the Dark Souls of survival games. I don't. I actually. No, wait. Really Metal Gear Survive is the Dark Souls of Metal Gear. That's I still I is. don't really understand what that means either. But it's a, it's fine. Me neither. As long, as long as you're making sense to yourself. I'm not. Matters. I'm I'm not really. But hey, remember when I was talking about Bayonetta last week? Yeah. It seems like those costumes you uh, like they do follow you through cutscenes. I saw a screenshot time. of her in Samus's armor, and I loved it. Yeah, and I still don't know who the fourth character was. I was trying to think of for the costume but i think they're from it was star Mario's. fox i saw star fox not in the first one maybe it's the second one maybe the second one but th- the the first one has peach and then who is the girl in mario that wears a an orange dress daisy it's daisy weird yes that's so it's, weird it's peach and daisy day i believe daisy was created for the party system like waluigi oh i, I don't know but Their special thing about them, like the, you know, like I was saying, Samus has the beam cannon. Yeah. Link has the sword where you can parry attacks for them. And it made me laugh. Bayonetta made me laugh in general, a lot of parts. But you know how whenever you do attacks, you do the hair weave attacks where arms and hands and legs come down and stomp the enemy. Yeah. Sometimes a T-Rex, sometimes a T-Rex. Well, if you play as either of them, it's fucking Bowser, a Bowser arm or a Bowser leg comes out. That's fucking awesome. And it's, it's excellent i have to get i have to get these versions i have to get the switch versions yeah yeah uh but i started the second one today nice holy hell that game is fantastic isn't it even more ridiculous it's even more ridiculous it's so good and it's all i've been thinking about is playing more bayonetta how many times did you hear them say fuck oh yeah they do curse a lot now yeah it's like it was kind of weird and the, the i just did a boss fight that is honestly one of the coolest boss fights i've ever encountered in like a hack and slash game which one uh the first time you meet a lumen sage the new lumen Sage, where yeah he he conjures up one of his giant angels and you conjure up yeah one your, and they're fighting yeah, in yeah. the background yeah. yeah oh it was so cool yeah it was like a big <sighs> mech it was a kaiju battle it was yes, like into the breach uh, y- yes that's what it was and yeah it was, i i was smiling the entire time i forgot so about fun. that yeah yes uh, I started Bayonetta two on hard. Oh, of course you would. And I, yeah, I loved seeing that that was an option because in the first game you had to unlock that difficulty. Oh, really? Yes, this one you could just start it on hard. I, I had say Bayonetta with... two is easier than the oh, first game. I, that's that's interesting because I was just about to say parts of two I had trouble with. Well, because I on the in the first game I was playing on normal and I feel like I died a good amount of times. Like yeah. I, I had some problems playing two on hard. I'm like pure platinuming all the fights, which is not getting hit. Huh. Wow. So I, I the, don't have an explanation for that. It's been a long time since I played the first one. I felt like the dodging to get witch time was like way more of a focus in two. And it was easier. So like you could take Maybe advantage that's why of, I'm, And that that could be why I'm having an easier time with that. Yeah, like know, like but. you could take advantage of slowing down time and getting mm-hmm. getting all those hits without taking damage. Like it yeah. seemed like I was doing that. In every fight, every time, constantly in two, I think I think the biggest debate between one and two, and it's it's a very important factor in both games, is do you prefer Bayonetta with long or short hair? I like her short hair. I do too. Which yeah. I I was really surprised when I saw that. I'm like, why does she have short hair? Yeah, I think I think it looks good. Yeah, yeah, same. And I really appreciate too in the second in the, the second one, they really focus more on exploring areas like locations. Yeah. There are more things to find. Yeah. Like in the first game, you might come across a chest every once in a while during like your normal playthrough, your normal run. Whereas I've had a couple spots in two where they want you to explore the areas. Yep. And I I appreciate that. Yeah, it's cool because that's where all those uh, challenges are hidden. Like that's how you find them. Those are also way easier in the second one. Really? Yes, by far. Like Mm. I've beaten all those and I remember in the first one just coming off of it, not just flat out not being able to do a handful of them. I, did, I wasn't able to do a handful of them in two also. No, well, maybe it'll I, get I just, to that point. I just avoided them. The first couple have been pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to play more of that. Yeah, I was, uh, when my power was out today, I was like, you know what? I should just go buy a Bayonetta, and I should start totally I should start should've. that. But I didn't. <laughs> and and I want to. Like, I, I still want to get those, and I I think I will just get the Switch version, because I want to play as Samus. That would be so cool. What? D- yeah. What have you played as? Just Peach and Daisy? In the first game, I well, once I beat the first one, I went back and at least played a little bit with each of the costumes just to see what they did. Yeah, because maybe I'll go back one day and play more of it. But because barely touched on it. Do the hair attacks change with Samus? I don't think so. Oh, really? It's so. just the I Mario. I could be character? wrong. Hmm. Yeah, because that's that's their like special thing for that suit. Like, the, oh. the gimmicky thing for them. I gotcha. Okay. Like, the gimmicking thing for Samus is her beam cannon. Yeah. And it, and it makes the noises from right. Metroid. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. And I think the same costumes are in two as well. It's just... Oh, they're not different. No, but there are more costumes, I think. I, cause I, I, I expected used, them to be different between games. There's more in two, but I haven't seen them all yet. Okay. And I, I used an Amiibo in two. Nice. Yeah, it gave me another costume. So oh, I wonder not... if my Metroid ones would work. Probably not. I think they would. I don't know what they give you, but they'd, yeah, would. they'd work. It actually makes the point of showing, like, it tells you you can use 32 different amiibos in this game. You can use as many as you want as long as you don't try to reuse the same one in a day. So what do the they same. give you, like items, like healing items and stuff? I used I used my one and it gave me a costume, so I don't hmm. know what the other ones will give you. Yeah, I would imagine that's how they work. Yeah, especially when it limits you per day or something. I like, think all I think that's how all amiibos work. Like with like Breath of the Wild is one yeah stuff. Once. yeah. But I never knew if that meant just one amiibo per day period or trying to use the same one. No, it's sp- the same one. Okay, you could use multiples for Breath of the Wild. I know that. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah, you can buy amiibo cards. Did you know that? Like no, like they're obviously not from Nintendo like you get them from on eBay from off sellers who it's just like a little Some, somebody figured out how to replicate the chips and then yeah, just, just put them it's in cards just the, that's it's just hilarious. the chip, they put it in a card and you can just scan it that is so funny yeah wow nintendo is probably livid about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> then again maybe. who knows about it that's the first time i've heard about it yep yep cuz yeah. i thought about buying all the like the uh the four champions those cards yeah and and using all those but but i, yeah. I didn't that's my story good story thanks Thanks. But yeah, that's that's all I've been really playing is Metal Gear and Bayonetta. Yeah, I don't I don't really got much. Um, and and we're we're deep into this yeah. anyway. Like we played I, some Titanfall. I think it's worth mentioning that we yeah. started playing Titanfall two again because <laughs> it, because it's been so cheap lately yeah. on PlayStation at least. Yeah, I got it for ten dollars. Uh, Titanfall two is really good. It is a good. really good shooter. Holy yes. shit. And they added that uh, that wave-based mode, which I never originally got to try. Yeah, I'm excited to test that out. I, I had got it on PC way back when, and you played it on Xbox, I think, I when it came yes. out. So we're, we're yes. playing on PS4 now, which is awesome. Like I, I wasn't super excited to get it on console because I am a snob about a shooter <laughs> on a PC. That was the whole reason I got Titanfall on PC, but it feels great on PS4. It, it has... A apparently okay community there were like five five thousand some people playing when we when we played the other night so it's not dead and that's great and titanfall is just really awesome yeah and th- th- i played a little bit of that wave based stuff with aj yeah and i i really like what it is yeah like it, it's it it does the whole thing where there will be certain areas of the map that you're on which throws in specific enemies that have like they have mortars and there's like cloaking devices around that cloak the enemies that you have to destroy. Oh there's wow! A, there, once we play, there's a lot going on, and it's kind of difficult. But yeah, I don't I'm know. Excited. We, we have to, we have to play a full one to yeah. really see what what it's. I'm excited to see what that's like. Yeah. And uh, is it better than Metal Gear Survives Horde Mode? Well, no, it's not comparable. No. It's not. No, no, it's not comparable. You're not building defenses. You are actually, well, not defenses, but you can set traps. You like buy traps. You oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So there there is some elements. It really reminds me of the Killing Floor. Oh god. Minus, I guess my, I guess Killing Floor didn't have stuff like traps you could buy. It had just the door like, stuff that you could yeah, make a trap yeah, out a bit of more than that. But it, like at the end of every wave, you go to an area where you buy things, or you can donate money to the rest of your team to buy things. Ah. Yeah, that's really the only comparison, I guess. Uh yeah, that's all I've been doing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I played Axiom Verge for two seconds today and fucking love that game on the Switch. It's a good game. Yeah. I, I might I might do a full playthrough of that again, but just uh play Axiom Verge. Okay, I was wondering where you're That's that's go. all. I just want to say that again. But uh not much news. There really isn't. No. Other than I think Detroit getting a release date, that's kind of big. Is, is kind of big. Detroit yeah. become human the next Quantic Dream thing, questionable, ethical story based decision game. That's May a, tw- May twenty fifth. That's a mouthful. How do you describe those games? Are they adventure games? Point and clicks. They're not point and clicks though. Like that's an adventure. game. That's a classic adventure game, but you don't really do that in those. They kind of like, have their own. Genre. Like you, like you pick up stuff, but you don't wander from area to area trying to figure out a puzzle. Like it's pretty linear, while also having a lot of options and choices to make. So, it's it's a uh, it's a new genre called heavy rainy. Heavy rainy. Yeah. Heavy rain like. Heavy rain like. Yes. <laughs> That's their genre. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't know that I'm going to jump on that game. I'm more I'm like not. just curious about it because I didn't play Beyond Two Souls because it sounded like it was nothing. If this comes out and people are raving about it, I'll pick it up for sure. But uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going into it with tampered expectations. Tempered? Tempered? Is that the right word? Yeah. Tempered. Tempered. Yeah. Why were you, Why did you? What you said tampered. Tem- oh, did I say tampered? Yeah. Which I don't know what tampered means. You tampered with something, ah, okay, that's right. I couldn't yes. remember that I couldn't remember that word. words. so your expectations are
1: fiddled lacking with. quality,
0: fiddled with is good. okay <laughs> Somebody fiddled with my expectations. Yeah, somebody the uh, ghost from beyond two souls. there was a ghost in there. Oh, that's right. yeah that, that's beyond what ghost that game Soul. was about. Yeah. was yeah, your ghost friend ghost friend. <laughs> yeah it's a game about casper Casper. we're rambling (laughs) we're rambling and we're not done yet i guess the the only other thing is the esrb wants to put a label on games that says this game has in in game purchases or whatever is that how they're labeling it yeah that's it which means anything that means nothing. Every single game is going to have this. Every game will have that. It's stupid. It's, 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 the, it's the most minimalistic thing they could have done with this whole loot box microtransaction. Yeah, thing. this is in response to the government threatening to start, start some shit about loot boxes. And then the ESRB is just like, well, we'll do this, I guess. That, that'll maybe get you off our backs. <laughs> it literally means nothing. Nothing. At all. It's yeah. I I can't believe this is what they came up with. Because an incredible experience such as Witcher Three would have this label on it, because it has two other incredible DLC experiences. Yeah, yeah. And so that, there's no different. There's no difference from that to Battlefront to them for that no, label. No. To to loot crates in Battlefront or Overwatch or Battlegrounds or yeah. anything. <laughs> Like, metal gear survive metal gear survive you don't buy them actually you don't buy loot crates in metal gear survive you can buy sv coins right but you only buy like experience boosters and stuff right regardless you, that would be on the case for metal gear Survive. it would yes it would but i wanted to just point out that that game doesn't have loot crates no. which is really which funny it totally is, should and it totally could it totally could and, and it get, does yeah. not yeah yeah uh, i it, it's actually um i'm amazed that that's what is happening yeah like a gen genuinely amazed that's what they came up with and yeah. it you gotta you gotta figure it's probably because they don't want to do anything else they don't want to do anything no they don't want to do anything because i hear all the time they benefit from games having loot crates yeah so yeah it's a weird time for the gaming industry right now, I feel like. Video games are A lot weird. of weird things are going on. Well, well, what's what's another weird thing going on? Like uh, some states calling for taxes on mature-rated games. Oh, that's so stupid. Uh, I mean, the unfortunate the, reality of all of that stuff is terrible, of course, but yeah, come on. Yeah, not being able to sell to under 21 years old, I think, for mature-rated games. And, sure, and makes games. sense. Sure. You yeah. can't. You can buy cigarettes when you're 18 and kill yourself, but yeah. you can't. You can't buy a video game that has somebody shooting somebody else in the face with a gun, which you could see on AMC's Walking Dead, uh, whatever, however many times a week. Yeah, that's another thing that frustrates me. Jesus Christ, it's so frustrating. Yeah, that it's it's all just a stupid response to something that has nothing to do with guns and yeah, whatever. I don't want to live in America. Me neither. I mean, I couldn't believe I didn't have electricity for 20 hours. What the fuck is America? (laughs) What is that? First world problem. Seriously, first world problem, I know. But, damn. (laughs) Hey, you got to play video games with no electricity in your house. Because I was prepared. (laughs) Luckily. Luckily, I was prepared. You could have meandered somewhere else and charged things. You would have been fine. I mean, it happened late at... Not late at night, but it was at 7 o'clock in the evening. Like, I wasn't going to go somewhere just to charge my shit. Like, I don't know. I was going to do that today, but that was because I thought the power would have been back already. Whatever. (laughs) Are we calling it? I think we should call it. Yes. Uh, Otherwise, the whole rambling will just not It'll just go into nothing. Yes. Thank you for listening, as always. You can find us each week on all podcast services. And uh, why not leave us a review or a rating on, on iTunes? Or uh, why not tell somebody to listen to us? Spread the word. Get at us feedback at 2b1podcast.com for any questions, comments, or concerns. And you can find concerns. us on all social media. Maybe they hate everything. Maybe, they, maybe somebody doesn't want us to talk about Metal Gear Survive ever again. That's a concern. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah i i get it that's fine yeah and uh yeah all social media at tv1 podcast i think i might start streaming again oh with uh with into the breach so that'd be fun we need to do we need to do a video with fighters dragon ball we do whiff punish has taken a very long hiatus just because i don't know what to do with whiff punish it's basically a Let's Play series, which is fine, but I just... I don't know. YouTube sucks, and putting things together for YouTube sucks, because it's <laughs> pointless. So, that's where that's where I'm at right now. Nick, everything is pointless. Everything is pointless. Don't this this podcast is pointless, YouTube. life is pointless, and uh, fuck. And play video games. And so, play video games, yeah. Anyway... Yeah, I would like to get back to streaming and into the breach is um something I would like to do because streaming FTL is fun. So maybe check that out, twitch.tv slash lost in a contraption. You can follow me. <laughs> the question on hand right now do you want to play Titanfall or Metal Gear after this? Yeah, I don't know. Uh we'll figure that out. Okay. We'll figure that out. But uh thank you for listening again, and um we'll see you next week. Until then. Play games.